0: welcome to find your light the podcast i'm nikita and i'm so grateful you join me on this journey find your light is a safe space and i thank you for helping to create a space for courage and vulnerability to exist i'm going to share some stories i hope you do too and together we can find our light if you haven't done so yet please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode so welcome to the light work episodes this is light work balance and these episodes Um, I'm gonna reflect on last week's conversation, um, dive deeper into the journey. I'll share some tools or some resources that are helping me find my light, as well as um, some light bulb moments along the way. So in last week's episode, we used the intention budget accordingly to guide the conversation. Um, The affirmation was, I find stability between my wants, needs, obligations, and freedom. So within that kind of conversation, I really outlined just my relationship with balance and and admittedly, balance is not something that I am the best at, but it's something that I'm committed to working on. Um, I shared a little bit about my time in banking and how balancing a checkbook required for you to keep track of all of your withdrawals and all of your deposits and as we really think about what that means for our own lives, how are we balancing our account? Like how are we making sure that the things that we are putting out um, are offset by the things that we are pouring into ourselves? What do those deposits look like in comparison to those withdrawals? And so um, outlined a few ways to find balance and those were a couple, a couple categories. So internal balance and external balance. So that internal balance as a reminder was that mind, body and health. That mind is challenging yourself and the, and creating opportunities to rest. Um, heart was to give was giving love versus receiving love, and health was all the things that you put into your body as well as exercising, resting, um, things of that nature. I shared a little bit about um the external parts, um, which were work and family, um and social and fun, and so being sure that all of the withdrawals and knowing your spending limits um were intact. And then lastly, um, the last the last strategy I offered was to just say no. Sometimes you could be feeling overwhelmed or overcommitted and you just need to take a step back to find balance or to achieve balance. It may mean putting some things to the side until you have enough in your account banked up to step into spaces in a better way. So as I've been reflecting and I've listened back to the episode and I've had lots of conversations with some friends and some loved ones about this episode, um, I've had a few light bulb moments, and um, light bulb moments are those aha um, situations that Oprah used to talk, seems to talk about. Um, also, I think of light bulb moments as seeing new patterns and old ways, and so you may have seen something or watched something, um, but now you're able to see it from a different lens, or you have a new takeaway, um, that new learning that occurs. I often liken it to um, if you're watching a movie and you may have watched this movie 10 times before, but now you see a different gesture or you see a scene in a new light that now gives context for the rest of the story. That is what light bulb moments are to me. Um, I also hear them in songs. I, um, I have one of my favorite songs that I've listened to probably 10,000 times and, I feel like every couple thousand listens, I hear a new nuance in the back, like I hear the drummer coughing or I hear somebody talking and it just gives me new appreciation to what's happening. So as we dive into my first light bulb moment for light for Lightwork um, was was this whole concept of, of automated transactions. And so I spoke to, you know, back in the day, you had checkbooks and you had this ledger and you'd be writing out, you know, each check and each, each um transaction ingoing or outgoing deposits and withdrawals Um, but banks now have moved to automated transactions and a lot of places um, give you the opportunity to make automatic payments or automatic withdrawals and so and I'm calling it a transaction um, because it is an agreement it's it's a deal or an exchange or interaction between two things and many times um, all of our experiences are transactional that's not necessarily a bad thing but They can be transactional. And so um, as we think about those automatic payments or withdrawals, um, we're going to look at bills like your mortgage payments, your insurance. Um, At one point, I was feeling frisky. I even put my student loans on auto bank. Um, I had to take those off. But um. And sometimes there's some discounts for, for setting up those automatic payments. And so, um, and there are benefits to that, of course, when you're ma- making those automatic um, transactions, um, you don't have to worry about making payments. It's, it's on autopilot almost and, and, and things of that nature. So when we think about our own personal lives, some of those automatic withdrawals could be work, could be school. Um, could be parenthood or your relationships or your friendships, um, all of those things that are um, taking from your account and giving to others. So, you know, withdrawals aren't necessarily a bad thing, um, but there are things that you know that you may want to be at your best so you can give your best to others. Um, and so as I think about these automatic withdrawals in our own personal life, um, the light bulb for me was that automatic withdrawals also require automatic deposits if we're looking for balance you want to make sure that you have enough in your account to to give to the world or to give to those in your in your community and what that may look like Um, so one thing that i'm going to challenge you all to do um, take a moment and take 60 seconds and write down all of the things that generate light for you Um, these things should be personal they should be intrinsic and they should not have um any connection to other people Um, You should be able to sustain these activities all on your own. So as you're writing down these activities, these are the things that you want to consider your automatic deposits. Um, For me, I've I've talked about the tea, I've talked about affirmations, I've talked about working out, um, but lately... Some of these automatic deposits for me require like, I have a playlist if I'm feeling down or if I just need a little bit of energy to make it through the day. I have a few songs that I'm going to listen to that instantly get me in a good mood that instantly like like help me reframe my thinking and my focus so I can just get things done. Um, lately, one of the things that I've been doing is stepping away from work or stepping away from things and just getting some fresh air Um doing some breathing exercises or just, just taking a walk. I, I've made it, made an intentional effort to take a lunch break at work. Now I used to just work through lunch. I used to have what, what we call sad desk lunches. I'd sit there and I'd scarf down my lunch and I continue with my emails. I continue with my meetings. And now I am making intentional time, um, to just step away. And for me, that is an, a moment to recharge that, that generates life. I have more energy to go into the rest of my workday or to go into the rest of the things that I need to do um, because I've had a moment to unplug and step away. Um, some of the other things, journaling, of course, writing down my thoughts and even creating a plan. Sometimes I think about all the things that I need to do and it can be overwhelming. And it seems like that list is, is always is never ending because I forgot I didn't do something yesterday or I need to do something else. And so being able to write down those things for me helps me, one, see that it's possible and it's a, it can be a reality to get done as long as I have a plan. Um, one of the things that I have recently started doing and I need to do a little bit more of Um, But I modern calligraphy. So I've been watching these these Instagram reels of people writing and it seems so soothing. And so I was able to actually find a book that helped teach me some modern calligraphy, but also while writing affirmations. And it is the best of both worlds, like the creative side of me and the light generation side. And so again, um, take a moment, take those 60 seconds, two minutes, 90 seconds, whatever you need to write down the things that you can do at any given moment to recharge or, or that are going to generate light for you to make sure that you have what you need in your account to give to others. Um, The second light bulb moment for me from this week in this, this podcast episode um, was the concept of overdrafting and what happens when you end up with a negative balance. And so in the banking world, if you overdraft your account, which means you have spent all the money in it and you've actually gone into the deficit, um, you end up with a neg- negative balance and you accumulate overdraft fees. And so if anyone has ever received an overdraft fee, not only have you spent more money in your account. So maybe you had $10 in your account, you spent 20. So now you're at a negative 10. Well, now the bank is going to charge you an overdraft fee of 30, $40, however much it is these days. Um So now not only were you just in a negative a de- deficit of $10, now you're in a deficit of, 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 40 plus because you have the fees tacked on and every day and every transaction continues to accumulate until you find that balance until you get your account into a positive balance again and i think that that is what happens with life you know when we are in the negative when we are in the deficit already when we are feeling drained we are feeling burnt out every little thing that happens things that would roll off our back any other time things that wouldn't make a difference at all those are the things that continue to put us in a in the deficit even more and you see it and i'm sure you're probably even thinking about your own life but you could be running late for work and then you want to stop at Starbucks or somebody cuts you off or then you end up in a bad meeting or, or your dog won't takes too long walking outside, whatever it is, all of these things are building up. And because you are not in a place of, of, of light and you're, and you're not in, in, in a place of, of, of achieving or maintaining balance, everything that happens can set you off. And then it's like wildfire. So when you do have a negative balance in your personal life, I think overdraft charges show up um, differently. And so as we think about these overdrafts, we think of like, I think I know for myself, I tend to develop characteristics or, or reactions that may not be productive. Um, I'm pretty generally a calm person, but when I don't have balance in my life, anxiety shows up. Like I, I feel anxious all the time. Like I remember um, I recall a couple months ago, um, I just wasn't maintaining good balance. I didn't have good self care and I w- would come home from work, but still feel so overwhelmed and still had so much going on. And I couldn't even enjoy my evening cause I felt like there was always something I needed to do. And, and because I didn't have that balance, I didn't have a schedule in place. Those things showed up for me. Um, when I don't have balance, I tend to be frustrated. I tend to things that, that. I wouldn't even bat an eye at normally tend to just frustrate me in ways and I don't have the patience and I don't have, have the, a place of peace to, to help others find that. And and that's one thing that I know when I pride myself on having generally, and, and when I, when I don't have no balance, that is, that is the first thing that goes. Um, and then I think overall, when you, when you have these overdraft charges in your personal life. There's a strain on your quality of life. I know that when I don't have balance, I'm not working out. I'm not, you know, making my physical health a priority, um, which also means in many ways I'm not making my mental health a priority. I tend to beat myself up a lot if I'm not in this perfect balance. Like, oh, Nikita, like, and I have really had to even just reframe how I've talked about myself lately. Like, oh, I didn't make it to the gym today because I don't love myself. And that's not true. I do love myself. Maybe I chose sleep over waking up this morning to go to the gym, but that doesn't mean I love myself any less. And so for me, I am, I see these, con, I see a common thread that if I'm not maintaining balance or if I'm not ma- prioritizing my physical health, then somehow um, I have now programmed myself to think that I don't care or I don't love, about, love myself. And I am working to break that actively. So even this week, I've had conversations like, did you make it to the gym today? Nope. Because I don't love myself. Wait. And then I've reframe and and re, recalibrate or redirect my thoughts. Um, but that strain on your quality of life can happen physically, mentally, emotionally. And if that's happening in, within your own interpersonal, your own intrapersonal um, feelings and thoughts, how does that show up in your relationships um, elsewhere? So, in our Light Work episodes, I always like to to provide a tool, a resource. This is something that works for me. Um, So I I hope I encourage you to to take take what you can or modify um, for what may work for your life. But I have started to use um, a passion planner and and a passion planner. I've I've been using it for um, about a year and a half now. And um, some months I use it, but more than others. But what I have seen is that when I'm able to use this passion planner, um, it really does help me maintain help me find balance and maintain balance in, in really healthy ways. And so a passion planner is um, more than just like a daily planner. Like like the passion planner has really helped me increase my productivity by organizing my life, by focusing on my goals. So it allows me to tap into the things that I'm passionate about and set goals in that way. And then I'm able to embed those things within like that, that all-in-one calendar. Um, I love that there are there's a journal component to this to this planner. So I'm able to do some reflection on a on a week, daily basis, a weekly basis, and even at the end of the month. Um, and then I'm able to do some daily tracking. So if there is a goal that I've set and I want to, you know, do yoga five times a week, I'm able to incorporate that into my planner and track it and able to see my progress in that way. So again, I'm making lists. I'm prioritizing my goals and I'm adding important dates on a weekly and monthly structure. Um, And as I'm doing those things with all of these other aspects of of life, I also am starting to plan out my light work activities. Like the things that I know that are gonna generate light, the things that I know are going to help me be the best that I can be on any given day, I'm starting to plan those things out as well. I asked you earlier to take that 60 seconds or two minutes to brainstorm the things that that generate light and the the ways that you maintain balance. Um, And for me, building it into my daily schedule is a thing that works for me. You know, I'm taking a look at on my best days. I'm taking a look at my passion planner as I start my day and I'm thinking about and I'm looking at at all of the things that I need to do and prioritizing and making sure that that light work is a part of it. Um, But then at the end of the day, I'm able to to reflect And if there are things that i didn't do well or things that i struggled with i'm able to make adjustments for the next day and for the next week and so the passion planner has really helped uh, one have me organize all of the things that i'm excited about and all the things that i can be passionate about but also like how am i showing up for myself on a daily basis and so that is the thing that, that i love about this tool um lots of planners out there and, and I'm sure that you can incorporate this in, in whatever way. I know lots of people use digital planners, um, but being able to write things out, I like to color code. So I pull out a, a, a pack of pins, and, and I write things in different colors and I have highlighters and all of these things help to stay, help to keep me organized. But really that organization is, is something that excites me. So I'm able to be um, at my best and I look forward to actually planning these things out. So, um, I've shared some of my journey with finding balance and I really want to hear from you Um, Connect with find your light on social media Um, Tweet me your planners tweet me your light work activities Um, Post and tag find your light on your instagram stories as you're making your commitment to finding your balance and maintaining your balance Um, I'm hoping to create a community of light finders and we can all learn from each other and we can all share our stories so um Wrapping up this episode, again, this our affirmation, I'm going to say it, and then I encourage you to say it with me. Um, I find stability between my wants, needs, obligations, and freedom. I find stability between my wants, needs, obligations, and freedom. So I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Find Your Light, um, our light work. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it on social media so others can find out later as well. Until next time, be kind to yourself.